Today's episode is brought to you by Quip. It's a toothbrush that will change the way you brush your teeth. It's the perfect gift for this holiday season, and we're going to talk about that. Also, today we're brought to you by Me Undies. Yo, they is undies. I wears thems, and we love to talk about them. So we're going to do that as well. And because we're coming up on the time to buy gifts for people, give someone the greatest gift of all. Hymns. That's right. Your wiener. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> give them the greatest <laughs> gift of all. Your wiener. A fully armed and operational wiener. That's right. We're going to talk about that too. Let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Cox and Credo in the morning. Uh, hey. Hi. Hello. You uh, sound hey. a little hesitant. Are you, you doing okay? Well, I was going to do my typical, like, wacky one, but then I was just like, uh, whatever. Yeah, you decided to go for non-wacky, which thus made it just as wacky. Exactly. Sometimes you gotta, well, yeah. you gotta throw some different things in the pot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you're making like a intro stew, mm-hmm. and today you threw in potatoes. Yeah. Before you've thrown in crazy things, right? But today was just yeah. potatoes. Before I made gumbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this time I made uh, like a, a beef stew. You made today? I think you made like a like a potato and leek. Really, really simple. Yeah. Very cream-based broth is what you've created. I can't have too much cream base, all right, that's going to mess up my stomach. <laughs> You're right. You're right. How foolish of me. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that one. So uh, how's it going? What's going on with you? Uh, Well, I was just realizing how crazy it is because we're like, what is this, like a week away from Christmas? Maybe like a little over a week. It's like eight, nine yeah. days. Uh, I just looked up at my calendar and I just want to point out that the calendar that I see on my screen says, <laughs> what did I do? It says... 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 26, 26. I don't know. Sorry, what? Jesus. Not this year. <laughs> I don't. Just skip right had, over I had, like, I had a double take. And it's like, we celebrate the 26 twice in this office. <laughs> that is. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Well, was... Why, is that, why is that there? I didn't make it. I didn't make this schedule. I'm just letting you know it says the 26th twice. And I'm, uh, that's hilarious. It's pretty funny, honestly. It's pretty funny. It's one of the thank funniest you, thank things you for your I've approval. ever heard in my life, to be thank honest. You. Completely, honestly, <laughs> truly. I hate when thank people you. say that. There's like, dude, bro, like, honestly, though, like, honestly, bro, honestly, from like the bottom of my heart, like, truly, like, what I really mean is that, like, I, that's cool. Like, the only thing I get out of that is every time someone says that, there's only two outcomes. One, You've lied to me every other time you've ever talked to me. <laughs> right. Or two, you're lying right now, and this is how you lie. <laughs> yeah. There is no, like, yeah, yeah, I've always been honest with you, and I tell you the truth all the time. But this time, I'm really letting you know that I'm telling you the truth. I want to hammer it home. This time, it's very important. No, That's I don't believe one. it. Hammer it home. I want to hammer it home. It's like, uh, it's like when people use filler words on essays or papers. It's, like, so common. We're just, like... And so I believe that what I'm trying no, no, to no, say no, no, here is no, 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 you forgot. That. So in conclusion, <laughs> in conclusion, all in all, overall, <laughs> what I believe to be true is that these things that I have written on this piece of paper are in fact actually true. As you can see from the above. <laughs> now I have done what I set out to do, which was achieve writing this paper and the word limit, which I have now reached after typing this last word. Not to compare and contrast my thoughts with my thoughts at the beginning of this paper. I now believe fundamentally different things than I did at the beginning, which you can read about if you go back to the beginning of this paper. And that is why, personally, from the bottom of my heart, honestly, I believe that I should be working for your company. Thank you. <laughs> that, whoa, that was, that was your application for a job? <laughs> Listen, that's Wow. What- that's the problem is that school teaches you how to do that because they're like write these like write this paper and it has to be 500 words. So it teaches you to fill the paper with words because nobody's gonna like actually try. So then you go into real life writing like that because that's all you know. 
And then you just get a bunch of job applications like that, and everyone's like, what's wrong with these? I used to write papers not only for a living, but <laughs> when I was in when I was in uh, grad school, I would write papers all the time. I would never – you didn't do tests in grad school. You never took tests anymore. And I was always a good paper writer. I could even BS a paper last minute, get out 500 words. I could do a 16-page essay easy. Mm-hmm. I haven't written an essay in – Ten, 10 years, we'll say. Right. I don't know. It's been it's been at least over a decade, and I will simply say the last thing I wrote was for my uh, graduate thesis. It was many pages, over 30. I don't remember. It was like a book. <laughs> I uh, will never write again. You couldn't get me to write. If I had to write to save your life, I would sadly attend your funeral. <laughs> but I couldn't save him. Writing's fun as long as you're writing something you're having fun with like if you're like i want to write a fantasy story you're like i want to write a book or i want to do this or whatever like okay but it's when somebody's like write a thing on this thing and you're like i don't want to write about that but you got to do it then it's a chore but that's what that's what um college was like college was always fun that way because it was you would always take well Eventually, let me correct that. At the beginning, you have to take all your classes they make you take. Like, yeah. God, take at least one earth science, right? But um, yep. eventually, you take classes that were the classes you wanted to take, and those were always fun for me. Yeah. I could write, I could write a, like a twelve thousand page essay on like Alexander the Great or whatever because I love that guy. I'm like, oh man, he lived such a crazy life. I could write about how crazy that was. I got a question. Yes. What made Alexander the Great so great? Uh, he conquered the known world. Like, how much of the world? Uh, well, uh, originally, he was, first off, this is my favorite part, he was a Macedonian who just, like, thought it'd be cool. I, I know there's a lot more to it, but this is the Jesse version. <laughs> he basically thought it'd be cool to just say he was Greek, because, like, <laughs> being Greek was in the fashion. And then, because he also thought it'd be cool, he said that he was descendant of, like, Zeus and Hercules. Why? Because... <laughs> And then he went around and just conquered Greece, and then he went to Egypt, conquered Egypt, and then he left his one of his generals, Ptolemy, there. And here's the crazy thing. Most of the Egyptians that we think of as Egyptians are not Egyptians. They are the ancestors of Ptolemy, who was a Greek. So, like, Cleopatra, pretty much barely Egyptian. And so he took over Egypt, and then uh, one of his most famous things is that he went around looking for Achilles' armor because he just, like, Love the idea that this dude wore gold armor, and so he was going to wear gold armor too. And so he would just run out into battle in shining gold armor that would glint in the sun, and literally every enemy knew where he was, and all of his generals are like, do not do that, dude. And he's like, I look good, though. And so he'd run out into battle and fight that way. I think probably the most famous story is the, the Gordian Knot, in which uh, there was a legend about a knot that was untieable, and he just walked up and sliced it with his sword and was like, yeah, it's untied now. It, like, the man led a crazy-ass <laughs> life. Um, then he went to India, uh, at least as far as India. No one knows truly how far he went. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, most of the known world, he just conquered it, and, and that's – it's crazy. He eventually died of either, A, poisoning, no one really knows, B, he got, like, the flu or something, or, or he, like – I don't know. He just died of sickness. So the dude could not be killed in battle, but a, a virus got him or something. Dang. Germs getting everybody. Yeah, man, he just—he's a fascinating character. Like his teacher was Aristotle. Aristotle, Alexander. Hold on, Alexander the Great. Yeah, what look up Alexander that? the Great. Three hundred twenty-three BC. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. He conquered literally what everyone like knew about. When was uh, when was Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan was twelve uh thirteenth century. Yeah, twelve twenty-seven. Damn. Yeah, that's yes. way way longer. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, yeah, like, the, 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 I mean, the basic flow of um, history at that time was, like, the East would push against the West, the West would push against the East, and in the middle was Greece. Like, Greece was sort of this bulwark against uh, the East, so, like, the Persian Empire would constantly come into, like, that's kind of the 300 idea. Right, the yeah. movie 300, where like Xerxes and his boys would roll up, and the Greeks would be like, mm -mm, and then they'd fight a bunch, and then that's why there was this sort of line there of where Greece and uh, sort of Turkey and the whole area would be. Hmm. Dude, history's crazy. It is.
<laughs> yeah. That's what uh, like and what's crazy what's even crazier is that um so when Greece and Turkey would sort of like butt heads with each other uh or I guess it, I don't know if it was called Turkey back then it'd be probably it's just probably just Persia. But when you know east and west would bump heads every so often um Eventually, when Rome took over, right, and Rome became even bigger than anyone had ever seen before, what's really funny is that, so if you look like at Istanbul on the map between Turkey and, uh, I think it's now Bulgaria, I think is where it's at, but it's like Istanbul's between those, and originally it was Constantinople, and so, like, Rome grew, grew so big, they had to split the empire into an east and west empire, and so the eastern Roman empire... Uh, was in Constantinople and the West was in Rome. And then Rome was sacked by, like, barbarian hordes. And so Constantinople became the the main uh, Roman Empire. Oh, whoa. Roman Empire wasn't even, wasn't even the Roman Empire. Shit, dude. If I butchered anything, I'm sorry. I wasn't, like, I feel bad because <laughs> I'm second-guessing myself because I know there's going to be someone out there who's like, actually, Jesse, you're incorrect. This is one of the things <laughs> that is... I specialize in 340 BC history. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for someone to be like, "You're wrong. This is something you're wrong about." <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I just don't know where it's going to come from. I clearly messed up something. We'll find out. Yeah, somebody'll figure it out. Uh Yeah. It's kind of like how uh Christmas and all those things are based off the it's like pagan holidays or like the solstice. That's like the winter yeah. solstice. That was the, that's the whole idea of Christmas being in December, is they were like, well, we don't know when Jesus was really born, but the pagans, they celebrate this crazy-ass holiday in December, so like, what if we co-opt it and make it about Jesus? And that's what they did. So, really, Christmas isn't, a, like, the story of, like, Christmas and Jesus being born, I'm pretty sure Jesus was not born December 25th. <laughs> like, <laughs> just fact, I'm pretty sure that's not true. Yeah. But the idea of, so technically... Christmas is more about the celebration of the birth rather than his birthday, if that means makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's I, what I, I mean, I'm no religious studies scholar, but I mean, I know that much that it's, it's, yeah, it's a winter solstice. And they were just like, hey, I mean, that's why there's the tree. It's just like, um, uh, Easter, right? Mm. Easter's, oh, it's about a resurrection, but. What do bunnies have to do? You know, like that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like, what does a bunny have to do with it? Same with, what does a pine tree have to do with a baby being born, right? In the uh, desert. Yeah. Like, what is... And so, it's just uh, because Christianity grew so big under the Roman Empire, uh, they were like, well, we gotta make these barbarians believe in what we believe in. So, like, co-opt some of their shit, bring it in, and now we're all on the same page. And that's kind of what they did. Huh. And a thousand years later, we're still like, it makes, it makes perfect sense to me. Jesus pushed that boulder aside and was like, here's some rabbits. <laughs> and then the rabbits were banging, symbolizing fertility. <laughs> right, of course, right? It has nothing to do with fertility. This isn't about, like, fertility festivals or whatever. It's about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you're learning a lot today on the Cox and Crendor yeah. history cast. This is. This is the knowledge cast today. Uh, let's see. What else? What else is there at the learning uh, oh yeah, <laughs> what I else tweeted, is there learning? <laughs> I tweeted yesterday where I was like, did you know that we're just a brain in a head? I saw. <laughs> I, I know. Saw. I'm aware. <laughs> All right. Let me clarify that statement. Yeah. So, like, your brain is like your consciousness, right? So, like, without... But the thing is, like, you could still, like, be you, but you wouldn't even be conscious of it. That's what was freaking me out, where it's like... Uh, for example, like right before my surgery where I remembered none of that, but I was still like talking and moving and stuff. And I'm like, shit, dude, that's so creepy to think about. Like that you're just being you, but you don't know that you're you, but you're still being you. Well, that's where uh, the idea of like people discovering where the consciousness comes from. That's where people are obsessed with for as long as Alexander the Great, right? Yeah. People have been curious where the, uh, that's sort of the idea of the soul, right? Because... A body can do body things without you knowing it. Uh, you know, you can be sleeping next to a person, for example, and they, like, poke you or do something. Or they might talk or say something. But the next day you're like, last night you were saying something weird? And they don't remember any of it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the idea of, like, being consciously awake and understanding. And so that's sort of where the idea of the soul comes from. Where everyone's like, well, you know, there's something deeper inside of you because... They've made brains do stuff just with electrodes. 
it's one of those things where I don't know anyone knows. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm sure there's, again, there's going to be someone who's like, well, Jesse, <laughs> scientists have discovered. But I mean, like, that's, I mean, that's like the great mystery, dude. That's why it's so cool. That's, that's the philosophy, man. That's You're the in Aristotle. it. You, you went in deep. You went in deep. <laughs> Damn right. You went in deep. Uh, you, oh, my God. I'm going to look up Aristotle <laughs> quotes and see if I can blow your mind. What would my philosopher name be? Crendorstotle. Not Crendorstotle. You'd be, uh, you would be, uh, you can't do Crendorth Plato. Uh, Crendo. you can't do Crend, Crend, uh, Socrates. Uh, there, uh, you could be Rene Descartes. You can't be, maybe you could be like Crené, Crené Descartes. Um, Emmanuel Cren. You could be like, I don't know. I don't, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> you're, you're hard. You're hard to deal with. I'm gonna give you some Aristotle quotes and, and try to blow your mind here. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. I want to hear your thoughts on these quotes. Okay. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act but a habit. Yeah, because like we're like uh, habitual creatures. So like every day you get up, you go make your breakfast, you get in your car, you put on this podcast, you drive into your work you do the same thing you have your routine you get home blah blah and then occasionally on the weekends you do something else but typically even the weekends are a routine so when you mix up that routine and like make yourself better you're in you're in essence making your entire life better and into a habit i mean yeah i guess yeah <laughs> sure yeah. i i was on that train i don't know that i followed it but i was on the train <laughs> yes i was on that train of thought yeah hop on all right i got another one for you all right this one this one you should know Okay. The whole is more than the sum of its parts. Yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, uh -huh. exactly. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, what I think is the thing. It's like H W H O L E, right? Yes. Because when I think of it, the first thought that came to mind was like a donut hole. So, like, the Go donut on, is more than the sum of its parts. Which means the whole donut is more than just a hole in the donut. You might look at that and be like, where's the rest of my food? But really, that donut is more than just a food. Go on. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in. All right, what about this one? All right. The end of labor is to gain leisure. The, yes. Oh, my God. That's like my entire existence. <laughs> Go on, explain this to me. So... It's pretty much just saying you work so you can relax. So it's like yeah. you, you do your work because, you know, you don't want to be stressed out. You want to have, like, a place to live. You want food. You want all that stuff. And, you know, you want to you wanna go on the Internet. You want to play your games. You want to chill out, listen to your ASMR. And then so you work to have the leisure. Yeah, it's like a 4th century B.C. work hard, play hard. Yeah. It's probably feel before it. that. I feel it. It's before work hard, play hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. What? Oh, I like this. It is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. Uh. Oh yeah, that's no doubter. Now let me tell you why. <laughs> why? Why? You tell me why. Because you can't criticize something at least well unless you know about that thing. So like. For example, a lot of people might be like, League of Legends sucks ass. But if you play League of Legends for a while and you learn about it, and then you're like, all right, League of Legends sucks ass. I'll be like, all right, you know, you played it, you learned about it. But if you're just like some random person just being like, I've seen that game, it looks dumb, I hate it. You don't actually know anything about it. You're just giving some emotional response based on some little basic knowledge you have of the game from like watching YouTube clips of KDA. I mean, that's all I know, really. <laughs> I just put that video on, on repeat, and I do that. Yeah, so that's uh, that's mm -hmm. all. You just got to be educated about all the different things. Or you can just be like, that's dumb. It's kind of funny sure. that way. But it's also, Okay, you know. yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, what about um, educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all? Uh, I mean... I guess kinda, but like this is this is the one that you're like mm, I don't buy it. <laughs> well, this is the one. I mean, if you educate your mind, all right, 
that and you don't educate your heart. I mean, it depends how much fun educating your mind, like how much fun you're having educating your mind. Your your heart well, might point. be content from the education. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's the whole point. So like the idea of if you hit a point where you're just learning stuff to learn it and you're not like enjoying the process of learning, either the process sucks or what you're learning sucks. Yeah. Oh, I get Yeah. Yeah, I get that. One more for you. All right. Hit me. <clears throat> I don't know that I can attribute this one to Aristotle, but they say online it's Aristotle, so okay. I'm going to just assume it is. Criticism is something we can avoid easily by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> well, because there's a I lot of people. I thought that one you were going to be like, damn right, damn right. No, all right, hit me. All right, so you're still going to get criticized no matter what you do, especially in the modern world. You'd be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm doing nothing, being nothing. You're just sitting in your parents' basement. <laughs> you're absolutely right. People are going to be <laughs> like, be like, you're a nobody. Waste of space. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> right. What I'm saying they're still gonna criticize. Some guy on Twitter will be like, "Fucking idiot, <laughs> living in your mama's basement." Uh. There's always gonna be somebody criticizing you. You're you absolutely like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's a wrong quote. That's a terrible quote. You're absolutely right. That's the kind of quote someone who's really famous would say to themselves on Twitter. <laughs> it like, is. People be hating me. Well, Aristotle said, "Boop a doop a doop a doop." And then, oh yeah, then they, that's to make themselves feel better. But you just roasted <laughs> it. You took that quote and destroyed it. You yeah. might be the modern Aristotle. Shit, dude. I never even thought of it that way. Have you seen your tweets? <laughs> you might. We need to just make a book and have someone make like a stone bust of you. And then we'll just take a photo of it and put it on the book and be like, the modern Aristotle thoughts <laughs> with Crendor. I like that. I think it's a good yeah, one. I do too. Just... I like that too. <laughs> There's even here's here's a couple other ones. I'm gonna tell you, and you give me your interpretation. Oh, are these are these crenderisms? Yeah, yeah. These are Plato's. Wise men talk because they have something to say. Fools because they have to say something. Y yeah, it's called the Jesse Doctrine, <laughs> in which I talk very often, not knowing what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you're very aware. The two of us, this is pretty much the entire point of Cox and Grendor. <laughs> Fools just talking. Fools just talking to talk. Yeah, yeah, I get that. He's right. Oh, shit. What about this one? Man, a being in search of meaning. Yeah, that's called the YouTube Complex. Every Whoa. YouTuber is just someone in search of a meaning. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get that completely, too. <laughs> all right. All right. I got one more. I got one more here. Uh, the beginning is the most important part of the work. Um, I get what he's trying to say. Yeah. I get he's trying to say how you start a thing determines the rest of it, right? Like the planning, the preparation, the actual like doing it. And I get it, but have you ever been like halfway through a thing and you're just like, oh, why'd I do this? I feel like that's the most important part. <laughs> yeah, making I it over like, that hump. Yeah, I feel like the hump is the most important part. That's a good add-on. I think that's a good amendum. Amend, amendum, <laughs> amend, amendum. <Yeah>. <laughs> Except when you're up at 5 a.m. finishing a damn thing. Play-Doh. 2018. <laughs> uh... Damn, well, this was a good philosophy hour. Yeah, we really, like, got into it today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 now we're going to talk about wieners. So that's like, I feel like this is good. That's a good transition. A real good transition. Because, hey, guys, if you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, man, philosophy is sexy. And it is. It is. But you're having some issues. It happens. It happens. Oh, you're, you're saying, I just can't get, I just can't get fully aroused listening to Jesse and Crendor talk about philosophy. <laughs> Which you should. Let's be real. You should. Uh, it's okay. Sexual performance issues happen to more people than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are dudes under 40. And 40% of all men just have problems getting an erection, mostly listening to this podcast. Aye, aye, aye. And so what I'm saying to you is, don't be afraid to talk about it. I ain't afraid. I ain't afraid to talk about dingle danglers and wieners. It's cool. Don't be afraid because we have help for you. Forhims.com, your one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. And we're trying to help you make your holidays bright. 
If you got a lady or fella in your life and you're saying, man, I just like a few really good nights. Let me tell you, we can make that happen because Hims <laughs> connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat ED. We know that uh, it can be hard to talk to a doctor about stuff like this because he's like sitting there and he's looking at you with those judgy doctor eyes. That's not the case here. It's not snake oil. It's not like gas station pills called Rhino or whatever. No, this is <laughs> this is like the real the real deal, and is going to be huge for a lot of guys out there. So go to forhims.com. It's super easy. Doctor will talk with you, ask you a few questions. Uh, it'll be amazing. Trust me on this. Um, right now, five bucks. Five bucks. Is going to get you started while supplies last. See the website for full details on all this. This is going to cost you hundreds if you go to a doctor or pharmacy. But if you go to forhims.com, that's F O R H I M S dot com slash Cox E D. That's right. So when you think about erectile dysfunction, think Cox. <laughs> That's right. Cox E D. <laughs> Forums.com slash Cox E D. Get it fixed, y'all. It's okay. It's okay. Doctors is here to help, and so am I. Fix your I'm cocks. just trying to help you. Fix your cocks. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of fixing your cocks, me undies. Fix it up real nice. Woo. Snug it up. Snug it up. Let me tell you. Ladies. You can snug it up too. Everyone can snug it up. Tom's Tom's ticking. Tom's ticking. If you get your order in right now, just boom, right now, get it in. You might still be able to get in time for Christmas. Oh my this god. This is big. It's crunch time. We are friend was right. We are uh, like 8 9 days away. You got to order them now. You got to order them right now. Me undies is the best underwear you're going to put on your body. Let me tell you, micro-modal fabric. It's three times softer than cotton. We keep saying this every week. I still don't know what the hell it means. It's like plant fiber or something, and it's incredible. I don't know. I don't know. I never feel like I'm wearing underwear. It's creepy, I know, but I never feel like it. Usually, whatever fabric they're using, you feel like all like up in there. Not with not with this. It's, it's something special, let me tell you. It is perfectly suited for you. Or someone you love, and uh, they come in crazy different varieties. There's all sorts of different prints. Um, I, the other day I was going through. I literally have a drawer just filled with them. <laughs> I was. Go, I have like a jack o' lantern print for Halloween. I should just like save. Like, well, this is the underwear I only wear during October. I guess you just set it aside. Uh, there's holiday plaid. I just got one that the other day. It's uh, bears like skiing. So there's bear skiing on my junk, and I'm like, exactly. That's how I, I feel. I got gingerbread, man. You got gingerbread? See? Yeah. Gingerbread. There's so many different varieties. Or you can just get plain colors, too. There's there's gray and brown and uh, blue. You can, you know, or you can just go a little crazy. There's like a pink or something. And then eventually you end up at Jesse style. Uh, there's four different cuts to choose from for guys and girls. Uh, so there's also like, I just discovered this. There's like sort of sexier varieties for women too. I was unaware of this, well, we... but someone did, someone did a fan art of me in as a woman in me undies. Look, it's a deep hole to go down, but it was very cool. And I was like, what? So I went to me undies and I saw that they actually have some like really sexy stuff there. Um, so don't listen to us. Go there, see what else they have, lounge pants, onesies, whatever you're into. It's perfect for Christmas morning, but you got to order. Now, meundies.com slash Crendor for 15% off your first pair, free shipping. Uh, I was about to say 10% slash guaranteed. <laughs> 100%. It's not 10%. It's not 10%. Uh, you'll be 100% satisfaction guaranteed. I, I promise you on this. That's meundies.com slash Crendor. That's me, meundies.com slash Crendor. Don't type in what I typed in, which is meundias. Type in meundies.com slash Crendor. Also, today we're brought to you by Quip. Let me tell you, if you're tr this, this whole ad segment flows. If you're trying to get some and you want someone to see your underwear, let's be real, you're going to need to have nice teeth. Yes. That's just a fact. Nice teeth, people dig a nice set of chompers. And this holiday season... The best gift you can give someone is just like the gift of a nice smile. Let me tell you. Crendor, when you think about holiday gift giving. Yes. How do you give gifts? When, Because in my mind, you want someone to use the gift, right? Right. What gift are they going to use twice a day besides a toothbrush? At uh. least twice a day. Think about that. 
Uh, no one else. Exactly. I don't know. A, a toothbrush is an incredible, incredible gift. I know you're thinking that's crazy, but it is. It was also on Oprah's O list. It's the perfect thing for everyone's mouth, guys. And that's where Quip comes in. It's an electric toothbrush designed to make your brushing better. Little sensitive sonic vibrations that are just gentle enough on your gums with a built-in timer that sort of guides and reminds you when to switch sides. And then just is like, yo, you're done. You've, you've brushed enough. So it isn't like well, most people uh, just like brush. And then uh, I like, okay, well, I did it for like 30 seconds. I'm good. That's not how it works. <laughs> you actually have to brush your teeth. <laughs> and the great part is Quip comes in a little container that makes holiday travel easy. It's it's just really, really something awesome. And I've been using it for, oh, my God, uh, two, three weeks now. Yeah. Super into it. Super into it. It's the first electronic toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association, and it has thousands of verified five-star reviews. So if you want to make Quip that perfect last-minute gift for the holiday season, uh, you're going to want to go to getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Crendor. That's me again. To get your stocking stuffer starter price of $25. And that's going to get you a free refill. It's going to get your toothbrush. Your toothbrush. <laughs> toothbrush. <laughs> toothbrush. <laughs> toothbrush. It's going to get you that. It's going to get you some nice toothpaste to go with it. I mean, like, this is this is a good deal. And you get it if you go to getquip.com. Slash Crendor. Hey, get a quip for with me. Crendor quip. Yep, that's, you know what? Nailed it. Really <laughs> did. All right, let's go. Job, you got seven guys. Crendor, Crendor, how's that traffic out there? Oh, uh, we got traffic, and I, I know about traffic because I'm looking at it. Uh, it is out there. It is getting busy. People are starting the travel. They are beginning the great migration of the Christmas uh, festival uh, traveling. It's getting crazy, folks. There's cars, there's planes, there's trains, there's boats, there's goats. There's everything you can imagine out there wandering around as we close in on the holiday season. And then before you know it, it'll be over and we're into January and it's the new year, but it's cold and everyone just waits for spring and they're like, oh my God, when's spring going to get here? But it doesn't and it slowly gets lighter every day because right now it's dark every day and you're like, oh my God, dark at like 4 p.m.? What is this? And then Eventually, you're like, hey, now the clock's spring forward, and then everything heats up again, and you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, so that's the traffic. Thanks, Crendor. I know you said into January, yeah. but it sounded like you said in pajamuary, which <laughs> sounds like a great month. It does. Pajamuary. Pajamuary sounds every great. Every day. <laughs> Don't even bother getting dressed. Roll out of bed. Do what you got to do. Roll back into bed. Pajamuary. Me undies should do that. Start a pajama, a new pajama are, every day. Meundies, call us. We are basically the best idea people in the business. <laughs> we really are. We really are. Let it be known that we've come up with some things that later turned out to be real. <laughs> We're deep thinkers. Let's just we, real we deep are the, thinkers. We just did an entire podcast about deep thinkers, and we thought better thoughts than they did. Yep. Think about that. Think about it. Think. Think about it. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Where are we? Where? That's a great question. Where are we, man? Where are any of us? Whoa. Uh, we are at weather. How's the uh, weather? Weather. Seven, eight, four, two, one. No zip code for that. How about three, four, five, two, three? Nothing for that. How about six, six, four, two, three? Eskridge. Uh, Kansas. Kansas? People Kansas. live in... Whoa, hold on. Es Is there towns in Kansas? Eskridge, Kansas. Uh, let's see what we got here today. It's going to be 41... Well, tonight, 41. Monday, 55 degrees. That's pretty warm for Kansas. That's uh, not bad. Yeah. Uh, sunny. Then Tuesday, 54. Wednesday, 52. Gets a little colder out there. But hey, on Christmas, it's probably going to rain. That's kind of weird. So, I mean, we're getting the... Not getting snow, but we're getting rain. It's that uh, the warming of the globe. Uh, as a weatherman, I obviously know about these things, and uh, obviously uh, a lot of weather happening out there. Back to you. <laughs> Thanks, Crandor. Now let's go over to sports. <laughs> sports. Hey, what up? Welcome to Sports Desk today. Uh, we've got sports happening. 
Um, crazy stuff right now in the uh, NFL as the playoffs close in on everybody in the NFL. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Patriots. Mamma mia. 17-10. I know. Can I tell you something? I had a conversation mm-hmm. with my dad. So I was driving out to go grocery shopping this morning, and my dad was sort of like running on the side of the road, and I saw him, and I was like, hey, you! And he faked like he was having a heart attack. It was very funny. <laughs> uh, and then he was like, oh, you got me. And then he came over, and he was wearing a Steelers hat, and we started talking about it, and I was like, man, the Steelers, I don't know if they're going to do it. And he's like, you got to think positive thoughts. I'm like, no. No. The minute you start believing the Steelers, that's when they lose. Every time. Every time you believe in them, they lose. I was like, today, negative thoughts. And they won. You just, as a Steelers fan, you just have to believe they suck. And as a Steelers fan, you just have to believe it, and they'll still stay number one. You just have to – a good Steelers fan was like, you guys sucked out there today. And they'll be like, yeah, we're going to win next time. It'll be great. Just do it. Believe in me. Believe that you don't believe. Uh, Atlanta beat Arizona 40-14. Mamma mia. Baltimore beat Tampa Bay. Buffalo beat Detroit. The Bears beat the Packers. The Bengals beat the Raiders. The Colts shut out the Cowboys. Jacksonville lost to Washington. Minnesota destroyed Miami. The Jets got shut out by the Titans. And, guys, the Cleveland Browns win again. How? How? (laughs) They win again against the Denver Broncos. The Cleveland Browns are no longer in last place. This is this is their year, guys. They are six, seven, and one. If they win their next two games, they're above five hundred. Winning season. That's a winning season. That is, that is. They've won more games this season than they have in how many years? Uh, at this point, I think three years. That's crazy. Yeah, Cleveland Browns. Let's see. What and are here's they here's the, just just a heads up, just so we're all aware. Right. The next game is versus the Bengals. Yeah. They can beat the Bengals. They can beat they can beat the Bengals. Yeah. And the game after that is versus the Ravens. And the Ravens yeah. are just bootleg Browns anyway. Yeah. They can beat the Ravens. They can do it. They can take this thing all the way. This uh, could be <laughs> this could be huge. They could end twenty eighteen. I'm gonna say one of the worst years in the history of years. <laughs> On a positive note. Yeah. In the last three years combined, they've won four games. And this year, they've won six. In fact, the last five games, they've won four of them. That's insane. How do you, how, yeah, how do you even, how do you truly even appreciate <laughs> how amazing this is? Can I just say, for the record, <laughs> for the record, just right. to put this out there, the fact that they have the record that they do have uh, being six, seven, and one, the one comes from the fact that they somehow. Tied the Steelers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Let us did. all remember this. Let <laughs> us all remember in football, they tied with the Steelers. Just putting it out there. <laughs> yep, that that did occur. This uh, is they could have they could have been technically uh seven and seven right now. Yeah, they very well could have. And then pff, they'd probably be going for the, the division. That's they'd I mean, be that's, be a game back. Is yeah, I was about to say. What is the divisional standings right now? Wow. Yeah, all right. Come on. Come on. <laughs> the Steelers do not play the Browns anymore the rest of the year. Yeah. But the Browns play the Ravens and the Bengals, and if they beat both of them, dude, I think that puts them in second place in I the AFC North. They have a possible chance to make a wild card, I think. That would if- be – if the Browns were a wild card, they would be the wildest wild card. That would they be would the be, wildest. They, I imagine the city of Cleveland would burn to the ground with how hot it would be there. People would be like, <laughs> yeah! It would be like Raiders fans, except, you know, not crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, Raiders, they're also bad. They're 3-11, and 11, but they're tanking for Vegas, so that's okay. Yeah. I uh, love how I'm gonna I'm gonna say the AFC North is like really competitive and not terrible because I love how the AFC West Chiefs are eleven and three, Chargers are eleven and three, <laughs> Patriots nine and five, Texans ten and four, uh, Rams eleven and two, Saints eleven and two. Yeah. Meanwhile, Steelers winning the winning their division <laughs> eight and five and one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh that's boy. Bad. Yeah, no, it's really competitive though. It's just very competitive. <laughs> uh, that's sports. All right. Crandall, what's our big news story of the day? Before 
I get to that, I wanted to bring up the uh, Yelp review you tweeted. Yes. From Jim, who said, just ridiculously good burgers and fries. Seriously, I'm mm-hmm. a fat guy from Chicago, so I'm not messing around when it comes to burgers and fries. I got to say this. This place is the shit. Oh, and the beer's on tap. And that's all I could read. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much... <laughs> I. Ba- so, I woke up uh, yesterday, and I moved. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. for those who are wondering, I moved apartments. Uh, not very far. I literally moved, like, same building, just a different apartment. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Right. But uh, I spent all day moving. My body hurt like hell, and I just wanted a greasy gross burger and fries and, like, a root beer, sh- like, float. Yeah. I was about to say a root beer shake. I don't know what that would taste like. A root beer <laughs> I float. don't either. And so I was looking on Yelp, trying to find like a good place. And there's tons of burger places in LA, but most of them are kind of like, meh. Mm-hmm. And so I found one that was straight up just 4.8 stars. I was like, that's pretty close to five. Yeah. And it was called Burger Lounge. And it was, I don't know, uh, maybe five minutes away. I was like, all right, let's see what the reviews are. And I started going through the reviews. And his review popped up, and I was like, yo, I trust a fat dude from Chicago. I'm going. <laughs> and so I went to Burger Lounge, and I got just, like, the Burger Lounge burger and something called a half and half that was onion rings. And inside the onion rings, like, in the in the hole they made were French fries. And I was like, this is great. It's oh like a little God. tower. It's fantastic. And then I got a root beer float. And uh, <laughs> the fries were great. The onion rings were really, really good. Uh, and the burger was fantastic. Damn. And I was like, this dude nailed it. I wouldn't say it's the best burger I ever had, but in that moment, it was a really good burger. <laughs> yeah, I can appreciate that. Oh, my God. I forgot. I was watching YouTube. There was this video that kept getting recommended in my thing, and it was like, what did peasants used to eat in the medieval ages? And it was Yes, like, I saw that, too. I haven't yeah. watched the video, though. Oh, my God. It's great. It's like they eat actually really well. They had, like, salmon. They had rye bread. They had... Uh, it's like pea, pea pottage, like peas in a pot. Uh, and then they drink like a water. porridge. Yeah, it's like a porridge. They call it pottage. Uh, Interesting. And, and it was uh, they had beer and water, but sometimes it was like you know they had beer like more than water, and so if you like start drinking beer at five years old and stuff, because that's like all you had. It's uh, it's pretty crazy just like looking back and seeing all that old food they used because it's like when you think of it you think like they'd eat like gray slop or something like you're a peasant is your slop but like no they actually ate pretty well so it's like i mean yeah i guess it's about quantity right like they probably what we would consider ate well but they just for what they did like their daily jobs caloric intake would have probably been low yeah and i imagine that it like you know they probably ate in our minds like oh well they had oh they had a nice salmon that would have been hard as shit to catch you know like <laughs> yeah. they actually have to work for it <laughs> they'd go forever without eating and we're just like i'm hungry i had food this morning but now i'm hungry again me go mcdonald yum yum that's exactly what i'm like <laughs> sadly enough <laughs> mcdonald yum yum <laughs> french fry uh, All right. And, well, so what, what, <laughs> oh yeah. News. What's our news? Um, What's our I news? didn't really have a news story, but I found somebody tweeted one, and it's from Dayton, Ohio. Oh my God! All right, I'm in. Our, uh, strip club shut down after food stamps used to buy lap dances, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. All right. Let me let me hear this. All right. An Ohio adult entertainment bar was shut down after agents with the Ohio Liquor Control Commission discovered. The time bar- out. Time out. It's called an adult entertainment bar. Yes. <laughs> that, strip strip clubs are called adult entertainment. Okay, sure. Yeah, all right. It's just the fancy terminology. Right, uh, right. Fancy. <laughs> the Ohio, Ohio Liquor Control Commission discovered the bar accepted food stamps for drugs and lap dances. The that date- is, <laughs> I mean, very progressive of them. That is. Like, I don't, I don't know that I've, I'd want money for my drugs, but okay, food stamps work. <laughs> the Dayton Daily News reported the agents who were sent to Sharky's Bar were allowed Sharky's by... Bar? <laughs> yeah, Sharky's Bar. I uh, don't know Sharky's Bar. When I was... Here's the thing. Right. When I was young, um, every so often there was a place... No, his name... I, I thought it was Sharky's, but his name was Voltsy. Never mind. <laughs> there was a guy who owned like a burger stand outside of a bar, 
And he, we would go there every so often, and his name was Voltsy, and he'd yell at you. He'd be like, why are you kids in school? We're like, we're here for lunch. And he'd be like, damn, kids. And then he'd yell at you when you, he like made you your food. And then he'd be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> he was really mean, but he made good burgers, so we would go there every so often. Enjoy your goddamn burger, you idiots. Yeah, he would yell at us every day and call us <laughs> stupid. Uh, but that was Voltsy. Yeah. Sharky? I don't know a Sharky. Yeah. I like how everyone's an E. Like, hey, that's Voltsy, and that's Sharky, and that's Smacky, and it's that's Bobby, Dinky. Dicky, yeah. Ricky, Picky. Uh, but I will take a guess. I don't know this place, but I'm, I, before I look this up, right. I'm going to take a guess that this is somewhere along the way to the Dayton International Airport. <laughs> that whole okay. area is... Like, the minute you start heading towards the Dayton, uh, I think it's called the Cox International Airport, which makes it even funnier. Uh, <laughs> the minute you start heading that way, it becomes a little white trashy. So mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and say this definitely this definitely occurred in that area. I'm looking this up. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, dude, Sharky's Bar and Grill? It's got, like, good reviews. Uh no, this it's called Sharky's oh, wait, Lounge. That's uh, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sharky's Lounge. That is a two and a half star adult entertainment club. Oh yeah, it's that's in Northridge, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, wow, that looks like uh the place we ate at at Pack South. I I love. I mean, the outside definitely does. <laughs> yeah, it looks just like where if you're gonna buy drugs, this is where I would say you would be buying drugs at. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, is some of the reviews, here's one review, I went to go use my WIC card for a dance, but they only accepted food stamps. <laughs> there you go. Damn, dude. Uh, oh, yeah, it's got a Yelp. Oh, yeah, it's only one review. <laughs> Cover, none. I just kind of walked in. Club setup, lame. There's a pit to the right of the club surrounded by bar, wall, stage, catwalk. Don't really know what it was, but reminds me of the strip clubs in Salt Lake City. Lame, lame, lame. Girls, not attractive. Cold beer. <laughs> Cold beer, but funky dancers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall assessment, go somewhere else. Either living room or harem entertainers. Wow, thanks, uh, Cobra K from Singapore. <laughs> Uh, I, he like come all the way is, from Singapore to go to the to go to the Sharky's bar. He, I mean, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. <laughs> wow, well, this place. Here's what's crazy: they lost their liquor license, and now it's permanently closed. I guess it's done. Yeah, it's done for good now. Uh, I, I mean, it's right next to a fast signs, which says a lot. I mean, like. <laughs> I do. I like how there's just a giant shark outside. I I need to see this on a map. Where this has to be. This has to be along the way to. Oh, it's right near the Northridge Estates. I don't know what that means. It's along the 75. Okay, I get it. 75 heading north, north. Yep. Yeah. You're if right. If you look at the map, if you look at the map, and you go past the 70 on the 75. Dayton International Airport. Of course it is. <laughs> Every trashy thing that ever existed where I lived. If you were like, where's a place that if you want to go get stabbed with a knife, you should go? <laughs> it's definitely along that highway. Everywhere <laughs> along that highway was trash. One of the places um, my friend used to work was a uh, Outback State. All right, Crendor. Right. Me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you on an adventure. Okay. Go look up Sharky's Lounge. Okay. And, like, Google map that. And when you see it on the Google map, I mentioned this before. Remember how I said I had a friend, Mike, who used to work at Outback Steakhouse, and he would work during the day, and everyone he worked with was, like, just an illegal immigrant, and they would just, like, come and chill out with him and and work all day, right? Yeah. Uh, If you go north from this Sharky's thing, you'll see Mm -hmm. it says Wings Sports Bar and Grill. If you zoom in on that... Yes. You'll see the infamous Outback Steakhouse where all that took place. Oh, my God. That entire area. Again, let me say, just let me just repeat this. <laughs> if you're looking to get stabbed with a knife, go up along the 75 <laughs> and somewhere along, just pull off anywhere along there. You'll definitely get in a fight with some guy who's like, do you touch, do you touch my hair? <laughs> Don't you do it. This is packed with stuff. You got your Red Robin, your Ruby Tuesday, your Chick-fil-A, your Red Lobster, your Steak and Shake, your Fazioli's, your Golden Corral, your Olive Garden, yeah, this whole your area Smash was just Burger, like, your Hooters. 
Yeah, this whole area was all of those chain restaurants. And I think the reason why is because it's right off of the airport. But it's also right on the interchange between the 70 and 75. And those are two major roads. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. But I never quite understood that. Because then you have to go all the way down. And then you get to Dayton. And then if you pass Dayton, well, there's Little Oakwood. That's where I was raised. And I went there. Yeah, you can see Oakwood, Ohio. You can actually see... My the street that you that you that you walked on, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you saw you saw my house. Yeah, it's probably still on the internet. Just search Crendor Jesse's house or something. <laughs> it's probably up there. Don't don't do that. Those people probably are still like weirdos. Keep showing up at our house, standing on the front lawn. <laughs> nobody's going there. Nobody, uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody's going there. Who are we kidding? Uh, so yeah, that place got shut down. Then that's the story. Yeah, I mean, that is a story. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening or watching or however you're ingesting this delicious content. Crandor, uh, hit with the socials. We got Spotify now, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, YouTube iTunes, we're all over with this podcast. Just search us on one of those. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. And for animations, YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. Also, uh, I, made an, I had Dan draw a new animation thing. Uh, for the YouTube one, and it's all like fancy now. If you want to check that out, uh, and we got youtube.com slash jesscox, youtube.com slash crender, twitter.com slash jesscox, twitter.com slash crender, twitter.com slash oh, wait, I already said twitter, twitch.tv slash crender, youth, twitch.tv slash jesscox. Uh, uh, that's all I got. Shout out to everyone, by the way. Who replied to this post, I'm trying to find it, it was by Quite Interesting, uh, at QIcopedia, so Quickipedia. Um, according to Icelandic folklore, households are visited by 13 Yule lads. Shout out to everyone who tweeted at them the videos from our Yule lads animated series. A lot of people have been doing it, and I keep getting tagged in it, it's great. Um... <laughs> So let everyone know. Just keep doing it. Just keep replying with videos. All of you listening right now, reply to that tweet with with links to Cox and Crendor. Keep it going. We'll get new. We'll get new fans. That's how this works. I think. Just yeah. bug them. Bug them. Tell them to <laughs> yeah, listen. Just bug QI. Yeah. And we'll see. Um. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe one day the QI team will invite us on. Is QI still on the TV? Yeah, it is. Right. Uh. It has to be. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> oh no! Right? Oh, I hope so. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched QI, and I only watch it when it's on Dave. I haven't seen any new episodes, so I don't know what. Uh, I, I'm sure Alan Davies is still on there somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> that's it for us. Thank you so much, and uh, we will see you guys next time. So as always, beep. To be continued.